there! How's your writing going? Are you spinning your wheels more than making real progress towards your goals? Are you not quite sure what your writing goals are? If that's you, you're not alone, and you're in the right place. My name is Amy Simon, and this is the Purposeful Pen Podcast, where we uncover how to build a writing life that brings joy to us, glory to God, and benefit to others. Is your writing a career, a hobby, or a ministry? I remember talking to a friend of mine a while back on the topic of writing. One objection that she had was, I don't need a career. She was a stay-at-home mom homeschooling her kids. The idea of a career was overwhelming and incongruent with her current lifestyle and responsibilities. So what we call our writing pursuits, it doesn't really matter that much. But what does matter are the expectations that we put on ourselves and the associations we have with those labels. Let's pick apart those labels a bit and what we typically associate with them. So what do you think of when you hear the word career? Now, I picture a woman in a skirt and blazer carrying a briefcase while walking into an office. I think nine to five job, earning a salary full time, and that's your only gig. Does that sound like your idea of a career? Most of us, I would guess, either already have a full-time career or are home with kids or work part-time. Writing as that type of career sounds intimidating and doesn't really fit with our current stage of life. So how about a hobby? What comes to mind when you think of that? I think of things like crocheting, painting, making cards, usually something crafty. Hobbies also usually cost money, not make money. Now, writing can be a hobby. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that at all. But sometimes we want it to go a step or two beyond that. So some people call their writing a ministry. A ministry suggests that the purpose and content is exclusively Bible-related. Many times the assumption is also that you're not making any money from your writing if you call it a ministry. Or if you are, maybe any profits are donated to a church or a charity. Now, there's nothing wrong with that either. One thing that I feel strongly about as it relates to ministry is this. As a follower of Jesus Christ, our entire life is a ministry. There should be no distinction between secular and sacred. Colossians 3.17 says, And whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to the Father through him. So if we think of the term ministry as being the sacred aspect of our lives, then everything is ministry. Washing the dishes is ministry. Driving to an office building for a, quote, secular job is ministry. There's not one thing that pay the bills and something else that God calls us to. It's all what God has called us to, even if it doesn't have the name Christian in front of it. But that soapbox aside, sometimes we see the term ministry as meaning an organization specifically dedicated to a particular spiritual pursuit. For example, InterVarsity is a ministry organization specifically dedicated to helping college students grow in their faith. Focus on the Family is a ministry whose purpose is to nurture and help the family. We can think of our writing that way, but that also feels kind of intimidating and maybe bigger than what we might have in mind. And side note, those who work for official ministries like Focus on the Family do earn money, just for the record. So perhaps business is a better term. A business suggests 
It's more than a hobby, and there's some hope for income of some kind. Many people have a business on the side that doesn't require 40 hours a week of work. And a business can be Christian in nature, but could also offer a product that isn't distinctly spiritual. Does it matter what you call it? No, not really. But I encourage you to look beneath the surface and examine what these different terms might reveal about how you perceive your writing. So here's a few mindsets to think about. First of all is the earning money part. Now, I talked about this in episode nine, earning money from our writing. As Christians, it can be a real hang up for us. It can feel greedy to charge money for our writing. We can think that being generous as Jesus would want us to be means that we give away all of our content for free. Now, you are welcome to do that, of course, but just be clear on why you're doing it. Is it because you have a genuine conviction from God to do so? If so, there is nothing wrong with it. Just realize you'll also be donating your operating costs as well, such as your website, any associated software you might need, etc. But I think sometimes we can hide behind the idea that I should be generous and give away all my content when really the issue is that we don't feel like our content is worthy of charging money for. That's an entirely different issue. Now, if you struggle in this area, I would again encourage you to go back and listen to episode nine. The second mindset is, does our message have to be distinctly spiritual in nature in order to be glorifying to God? So this goes back to the whole, is it a ministry or not? The short answer is no. Back to that verse in Colossians, whatever we do, we're to do it for the glory of God. Our faith should weave itself into every aspect of our lives, affecting everything it touches. So even if you're writing about fitness or healthy eating or travel destinations, your faith should influence all of that. Does that mean you sprinkle Bible verses into every blog post? Maybe, maybe not. Maybe your words are kind, gentle, and encouraging, and they're a way to build bridges to lead your readers closer to Jesus. My husband works out at a local gym five days a week. Is that a spiritual activity? Yes. He's taking care of the body God gave him and being a good steward of that resource. He also uses his time there to build relationships with the other guys, and he frequently shares his faith with those he gets to know. Our writing can function in the same way. Or maybe your writing is specifically for Christians to explicitly help them grow in their faith and love Jesus more deeply. That's great, too. The third thing is that much of it comes down to this. Do you hesitate to take yourself seriously? Do you cringe a bit at using the title career, business, or ministry because those terms sound too big, too official? Do they make imposter syndrome come out and rear its head? I talk about that in episode three, the inner critic and imposter syndrome. So I'd encourage you to go back and listen to that as well. One last thought on all this. Do you need to call yourself anything? No. Can you just be trying and experimenting and seeing what works? Absolutely. Sometimes we really are getting ahead of ourselves and trying to jump into some of these labels too soon. Stay connected to Jesus and he will lead you when it's time to move forward. Don't let feelings of inferiority stop you, though, when God has equipped you and sent you. Thanks for listening. 
Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on Substack to take advantage of additional resources. Comment on the chat questions and see what others are saying as well. There are also journaling prompts you can download to further process the things we talk about in each week's episode. You can further support the podcast by liking it, commenting on it, and of course, sharing it with others.